Nowadays, you wouldn't want to go up to a woman and say, them eyebrows is right on. Right on, <laughs> right on. Because you can paint them ladies' eyebrows on. I mean, ladies. <laughs> oh, I get it now. Your you, eyebrows look right on. Right like, on. Like you wrote them on. You, you got them right today because some days you just look surprised all day. Hello, <laughs> it's how like, are you? Like she, is she happy or did she paint her you know eyebrows that way? what I've noticed, way? though, recently is the girl's eyebrows. Welcome to the Dan and Mike Show. It's that time of day again, so grab a chair, a cool soda, a group of friends, and tune in to today's Dan and Mike Show. Take it away, chaps. All right, ladies and gentlemen, this Boys is... Oh. oh, sorry. No, no, you, you I, always... I didn't do that. You did, you did it in the last... Tw- Twice. I did it in the last two times. So here we go. Here we try it again? Try it again. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages, this is the Dan and Mike show. This is Dan. And this is Mike. We are glad you're with us today. We're super glad you're with us Absolutely. today. Absolutely. Man, I'm excited about this one. It's a beautiful day outside, but uh, we're inside recording this because we love you. That's right. The other reason Absolutely. I'm excited about this is because this is our <laughs> second attempt in a way. This is yeah, episode this is. 14B. <laughs> right, because ladies and gentlemen, we did try to record another podcast with a really good friend of ours, Jeremiah Clark. And Dave Keck. And Dave Keck. We did a we were pizza gonna do, draft. Yeah, we were going to do a draft like we promised you. And I let's just say I was definitely going to win. Um, I had a killer meat lovers deep dish pizza and Mike had a Louisiana pizza. Yeah, I had a Cajun pizza. So let's do this. Why don't you, real quick, tell them what you picked, and I'll tell them what I picked, and then we'll let them vote. All right. I had double pepperoni. I had um, salami. Is that what yep. it was? Salami. Yep. And then there was another meat, um, hamburger, or was mm-hmm. it was it sausage? It was sausage. You did have sausage. It was just sausage. So sausage, salami, double pepperoni on a deep, deep, deep dish pizza. All right, so Dan did get kind of lucky and got the meats, the good meats there. But I kind of went with a little bit of a Cajun flair just because, you know, supporting our uh, Louisiana theme here. (laughs) And I went with a hand-tossed pizza, a Cajun Alfredo sauce with chicken, bacon, and crawfish on the top, smothered in mozzarella cheese with a nice garlic butter crust. It, it, It sounded, like, interesting to try, but I don't know if that would be, like, like that's the pizza I would eat. You we'll know see. I mean? So I tell you what, we don't have uh, other ones. Uh, Dave Keck did pick kind of a more of a a very high Vegetarian. end pizza. <laughs> he did a, a, a hand toss, but uh, tomatoes, brick oven baked. Yeah, tomatoes, basil uh, leaves, like the whole basil leaves. Parmesan cheese, or was no, it it's no, the the ricotta? fresh mozzarella? Mozzarella, like the, the real genuine stuff. Wow. And then. Um, I mean, olive was, oil. Yeah, he did have like <laughs> drizzle of olive oil on the top. Uh, Jeremiah Clark had uh, he it, he was doing okay until because he end. had Italian sausage, and, right? And, yep. And but then he had uh, mushrooms, mushrooms, and pineapple. pineapple. Yeah. I really think it's Jeremiah, really if you're listening, I really think you lost it with the mushrooms and, and pineapple. I think, you, just no, don't no, no. I think you lost it with the pineapple. Like mushrooms, I'm like, okay. He threw in pineapple and I was like, dude. Yeah. So 
Uh, hopefully we can get him back, whether it be uh, summer or if he's just passing through. Or seeing a phone his, call, we'll figure something his out. His third best uh, It was a lot of fun, and we, we had a lot of fun doing it, and we were ready to post it, but then all of a sudden... Some reason Mike's Mike did not want to. Uh, yeah, normally I I do realize I was listening to my own podcast and I realized that I do talk pretty soft, so I'm trying to do better, keep up the pace. Dan talks really fast and he's got a really <laughs> really resonating voice and mine doesn't, so I'm going to try to be better at that. But uh, we will we'll see how this goes. So. Real quick, Dan, why don't you give us a couple updates? A couple updates. Well, uh, at, what, you know, what's going on at camp? We're working on the pool. We're getting things done there. Um, Mike actually, Mike and Sarah just designed a um, outside feature around the pool that we're going to be working on. Um, Eric and Cody and Dylan have finished uh, the pool house almost. Yeah, it's um, looking really it's good. It's looking really good. Instead of that little just metal rusted shed, they've there worked. will be a bathroom at the pool, ladies and gentlemen. Woo! A bathroom at the pool. Bathroom at the pool. So they've been working on that. And um, we've gotten a lot of things done just cleanup wise from our storm um, the past. I mean, we had Hurricane Delta also hit. So we had a few things to pick up there. And then another update for y'all is we want to get your ideas and your opinions on stuff. So follow us on Dan and Mike show Instagram page. You can find us there or you can go to the Southland page and they're going to share um, that. So you can follow us there on Instagram. Yeah, absolutely. So we're looking forward to having that. We'll put some pictures up and all that good stuff. Uh, we do have, look, this week will be our first rental camp. Oh, we are welcoming back people to the camp. We have missed them so much. We are having Will Cover's church, Arise. Arise Baptist Church from Houston, Texas. And I think they're bringing another church with them, but they're coming. It's not a big group. It's a pretty small group. Yeah, but it's it, people. It's Mike. people. It's people. Ah, you amen. know what I mean? Because I'm a people person and there has not been people here. And what is coming up, Dan? What is coming up? Winter Teen Retreat. Let's go. Y'all didn't see that, but I was shaking my, I was doing fist bumps in the air because <laughs> Winter Retreat is coming up. So you need to register today. Yes, please Let's do. Say this. I'm telling you right now, it is going to be the largest winter retreat we've ever had because we're opening the doors back up. We're excited about having people back and we are going to have the best, not the biggest, the best winter retreat we've ever had. It's going to be pretty awesome. Pretty we're, epic. We're bringing out all the stops. We're going to set the stage for uh not the actual stage but we're gonna get ready like, it's gonna be like <laughs> a preview of summer it's gonna be off the charts it's gonna be great so all right so now dan our first segment's gonna be uh idioms that's right we've got some and it sounds almost like idiots no but it's idioms idioms, Ooh, idioms. Excuse me. um so what this we're is inspired by our uh ladies what is she? Uh, supervisor, our girl student like, supervisor. Sorry, ladies. What? <laughs> and uh, she uh, she likes words. She's kind of a teacher at heart. Good old Carol. So Caroline Sakora. Sakora. If uh, you're listening to this, she's actually on the road this week doing some singing across the country. You know, and uh, they asked so, me to join. Did they? Yeah, and I the thought, ladies group. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> you know, I can sing the really high soprano part. You do I have a really nice melodious <laughs> girly voice. Oh, but, uh, so anyway, idioms are basically what, Dan? They're don't ask me. Okay. Don't ask me that question. They're, they are. They're sayings that people say to describe something that don't actually. But they have a different origin. They have a different origin, but like, um, 
see, I told you not to ask me this. Well, I don't know how to explain like an idiom, except giving an example. Well, would be like I'm gonna hit hit the sack, right? Like, go to bed, but yeah. you're not actually gonna go hit a sack. Yeah, or like bite the bullet, bite the bullet, riding shotgun, that kind of thing. You know, yeah, yeah. But yeah. it has an origin of. That where phrase. it came yeah. from. So what we're going to do is and you we're, picked out a few, right? A, yeah, we're a history uh, podcast where people learn stuff. Absolutely. So, And I picked out a few, and we're going to ask them to each other, and then we have to see if we can guess the origin of it, and then the other person. Can I go give. first? Because I, right, sure. I really like my first one. All right, ready? I'm, I'm pretty my good at idioms, though. Dead as a doornail. You're... A history buff. Dead as a doornail. So I'm gonna I'm I'm gonna try to go accurate here. Okay. You're gonna not, go accurate. Not so much funny. I'm gonna go accurate. And that what is What is dead as a doornail? Dead as a doornail mean? would mean that uh the coffin that you are placed in, you are dead the 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 doornail has been placed in the coffin and it it's over. Like they've poked you with it. I don't know, but maybe I don't know. They poked you I with should, the door nail. I, I was, as I'm thinking about the door, like a door nail. Yeah, door nail. Dead as a door nail. What is? I've I mean, said dead, dead as dead as a door nail means like they're done. Dead, dead. dead. <laughs> that thing, they're dead, yeah. or or that thing's done for, right? Yeah. Okay, so the dead as a door nail is a phrase which means not alive, obviously. Right. And the term goes back to the 1300s, and the phrase was even used by William Shakespeare and Charles Dickens that uh, in the Christmas Carol in 1843. But the where it came from is I didn't realize this is the doornail that people would put on a door to hammer it in is they would actually bend the the door nail. So they would bend it mm-hmm. and then pound it in. Yeah. So it was almost impossible to pull it out or ever use that nail ever again. So that door nail was dead. Like that nail is no longer coming out. No good, out. no more. No good. So dead, dead as, as a door nail. Weird. I would have never guessed that. I know. But uh-uh. I, you're a construction guy, so I was like, oh, man, this is going to okay. be pretty funny. So let me ask you this one. Ooh. Ooh. It costs an arm and a leg. I mean, it means it's expensive because, like, right? my arm is going to be expensive. But I would say it probably came from the dark ages when you know we we're having a pandemic right now when the black <laughs> plague happened and and just the world was dark where to get some food you got to <laughs> give up your arm man uh, well you know no it's not that it's, it's actually it refers to in the 1800s or 18th century okay, okay. Not 1800s so it'd be 1700s 1700s right. the 18th century okay i'm looking and, there I'm and people like myself. famous people would have their portraits done Okay, and they George would have Washington. like George okay. Washington. Or he something. was in the seventeen. It actually mentions George Washington. What? Yeah, and they would have their portraits done without certain limbs. Whoa, 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 whoa! Because whoa. to have them painted in the portrait, it would cost a lot more. What? So it cost an arm and a leg. Oh. right. And so they would just have like from the chest so, up or something so like that. The chest up are people that are cheapskates. Like they're just like like I can't afford yeah, a full so, portrait. So you know because it costs an arm and a leg. Man, now you know. Now I know because Sweet. like that's for, how much would you say an arm would cost though? If Back you had then? To, I mean, it, right now if you had to sell your arm like sell my arm. If, if right now if I was going to give you Look, 5 million dollars, would you give me your arm? No, I mean we would have we would go have surgery and you wouldn't like lose blood, but you would lose your arm, Mike. <laughs> Tell me, no, I'm no. T- how much? There's got to be a price. Ten million. 
No, no, I wouldn't. I would forty be, million. It, it would just not to. It would not only have a debilitating cost, right? Because you couldn't use your arm, right? But then at the same time, there's this stigma that would follow you for the rest of your life. Oh, you sold your arm for one billion dollars. I think I would, Mike. <laughs> I think I would for a billion dollars. I might sell my arm. Yeah, but then nobody would respect you anymore. It would be terrible. Terrible. All right, they next. would respect me because I would have the money. <laughs> Oh, can't man. drive a car because he don't have arms. But. Maybe, you know, with $1 billion, maybe I can regrow my arm for like half of that. Scientists, right, you know I'm see. right, Mike. You know I'm right. Now, I think my leg would be worth a lot more because then I want to be able to walk and I don't yeah. like crutches. All right, here we go. Fit as a fiddle, Mike. What is, you know, mean you are very uh, non-fit. So what does fit as a fiddle mean? We're fit. We just, you know. We, we carry, look, we are fit people. That's right. We carry more weight than most people. That's right. When I when I run against someone and they're like, oh, man, like, I didn't know you. Someone told me when we went rock climbing and they were impressed by me and you. Right. On we, our we rock climb. climbing ex- Look, you skills. put you put an extra 100 pounds on you and climb a wall. That's and right. And find out what happens. Do a push-up contest and put 100 pounds extra yeah. on you. I'll, I'll beat, beat you. you. Yeah. I'll beat you any day. Absolutely. Let's go. So no, we're fit. So what fit is, is a, a fiddle. fiddle. Would mean that the fiddle, ooh, um, I would say that the fiddle with all of its strings and everything is just, it's just like on point, everything's working. Uh, it's just, it sounds right. It's, it, it's tuned up, everything. It's good to go. It's good to go. Okay. Well, you're a little, little off there. Really? It actually, the word when it meant fit as a fiddle, it was telling people that you were well suited. Like, like you were you yeah. dressed up nice or you're well like suited for this job, like okay. fit as a fiddle. And now people just took the, that's what the word fit used to mean back in the 1600s. Like dressed up. Dressed up, well suited oh, for something. So not like strength wise. Strength, but fit has now coined the term of being, you know, strength and, uh, yeah, and you yeah. know, fiddles. I mean, they've got, they've got muscles on them, right? Like they kind of got some curves and like f- muscles on them. So they're like toned, like, you know, like toned. So, but I mean, that's what it means. And fit is a fiddle because the violin is beautiful shaped instrument producing very particular sound, but then fit came to mean in good physical shape. So okay. fit a fiddle came to mean in good condition All right. physically. Here we go. So we're Years. so. We're we're good. we're fit as we're, a fiddle. Yeah, because yeah. we're good go? fit. That was a fist bump. We Dan and I just fist bump here. Okay, we're all right. Good here we go. Physically, we're not in bad condition. Less, next one is let the cat out of the bag. Let the cat out of the. bag. All right. So basically, that means. Hang on, hang on. Let the cat out of the bag. Yep. Is coining the. Tr- I don't know. I, I'm thinking here. I'm like a bag and a cat. Um. Cause you, I mean, if you put a cat in a bag and you let that out, someone's gonna die. <laughs> <laughs> well, I initially thought let the cat out of the bag because people who would be who are not nice people would put cats in a bag, throw them in the river or something, right? Those are what? not good people. That's what I thought. I you didn't know, even know. People let them did out the that. bag. Let it, let 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 it go. Don't don't do that. But I feel like you've, you. The know meaning that's is done that. to mistakenly <laughs> reveal a secret. So, oops, oh. I let the cat out of the bag. All right, that means I should have said that. But where did it come that. from? But the origins included uh, was in the 1700s when a common street fraud included replacing valuable pigs with less valuable cats and selling them in bags. 
Oh, so if I was to do a little switcheroo. Yeah, so you thought you were pig, buying a little piglet and then they put it in a bag, and but I, yet they put a cat in there. And when you get home, you let what the about cat the, out of the bag and that thing would have been mad. I bet. What about, you know, I mean, pigs make a and cats make a meow. Like what's unless they were dead, unless it was like meat. It oh. could have been a meat market. Oh, that's rude. I know, right? Bacon? Versus and versus whatever cat, cat meat. Caten? <laughs> bacon? bacon? I don't know. <laughs> Would you like caken or bacon today? Today, right. Today's special. <laughs> I'm just thinking of going to the meat market and there's a cat section. One or two okay. more, man. I got one more for you. Okay. Wild goose chase. I would think that it has to do with way back when you were trying to get meat and they'd be a wild goose and you're trying to catch it for supper or something like that. No, it's really? actually pretty simple. You know, horse racing back in the day, Yeah, they had to follow the leader. And when they would follow the leader, it kind of looked like how geese fly. Yeah. You know, that V. So it just meant that wild goose chase. Like just looks like that's where the term came from is like people that would be chasing after the leader. There'd be a wild goose chase trying to chase him. Really? So it's well, here's simple. one for you. It's kind of pretty. somewhat similar. Okay. Get one's goat. Get, oh man, you know, you know this one. This is the one where that your your neighbor got that goat, and that goat been eating your your grass, and so you got you got to teach that goat a lesson. Get one's goat. So you got to go get get one's goat. All right, no, not at all. Now it does mean to irritate or to annoy someone, but where this originated from, it comes from horse racing. Ooh, horse racing. Again. Yeah, and jockeys would place goats in the stables with the horse because the goat would help calm the horse down before the race. What? And what people would do is they would go and get someone's goat and steal it from the stables, and it would kind of like uh, irritate the horse, and and they would pull it out. And so that the horse would get kind of irritated and jittery, and that would hopefully lose the race because Whoa. they got one's go. That Man. was one I did not know. That's crazy. About. I thought it was going to be like, even as you're telling the story, I thought you were going to say like, people put a goat in someone's like with the horse. That way, if someone tried to steal the horse, that goat would like take on that dude because like <laughs> I've seen those videos of goats and people go at each other. And I'm telling you right now, the goat always wins goats. They're Man, kind of, they're, they're kind crazy. of dumb creatures. All so. right. Well, dun, 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 to start our next segment, we also have a new segment. Again, we have several new segments today and this one is things parents should stop saying. Yeah. And this is just meant to be silly and everything. So there's not I, really I know, any great <laughs> parenting advice. Here, but this is just things that you know, growing up, whether we've heard, heard other people say, and it's just one of those things that's like, oh, maybe you, you should stop. You should stop saying this. <laughs> and the number one thing the parents should stop saying <laughs> I think is I know what this. this one is. You think you know what this one is? You're wrong. Really? Yeah. Oh. Is hi thirsty or <laughs> hi hungry. My name is Daniel. Because when your kid comes to you and tells them that I'm thirsty or mom, I'm hungry or dad, I'm hungry. And you're like, oh, hi, hungry. My name's whatever your name is. That's it just hurt. Because <laughs> they're hungry. The thing is, Dan fell for it every time. Oh, I still <laughs> fall for it. 
See, I tell Cadence I'm hungry, and she goes, "Hi, hungry." <laughs> she really, no, I tell Sophie. Sophie, you know, uh, she'll come up, "Dad, I'm hungry," and I'm like, "Well, that's funny. I thought we named you Sophie," and she's like, "My name's not hungry. I'm hungry." I'm like. Well, hi, hungry. I thought. I'd... Anyway, we go around and around about this, and she gets, she starts laughing, so but you, she, so you, yeah, we have a good time with that. At well, my I was own. about to say because it sounded you're like she starts getting <laughs> mad. I'm like, oh, Mike, don't She's go too like, far. Dad, no. And I'm like, anyway, so we have a lot of good times. You know what it is? Most of these are going to be like jokes or something that their parents used on them. And mm. now you're at the age where like, oh, I got you. <laughs> yeah. Got you okay. right where I want you. And there's this thing that, you know, sometimes when your kid is, you know, misbehaving, you're not uh, at home and uh, you say the phrase, we'll deal with this when we get home. Ooh. Oh, do you remember ever hearing that when you're a kid? Every day at Walmart. <laughs> Every time I was at Walmart. Guaranteed. Yeah, we'll deal with this when you get home. Now, what do kids do? We now, take that. I will say. My mom was not a big fan of dealing things when we got home. She just found a way to deal with it in the store or wherever we were <laughs> no. silently. And she just knew like, yeah. if you scream, <laughs> oh, gonna, oh, wow. it's going to get worse. <laughs> oh. See my, my parents, very patient parents. And so they, when they did saying, this, they would saying, say this saying Barb's not patient. <laughs> I, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, but when they would say that, that meant, now, what you would I would do as a kid, and what every kid does, and right. I, I actually ask some teenagers this: Ooh. they take it as a personal challenge to either get their parents to forget, yes. or be so nice that Abs- their parents feel bad. That is to discipline them. Hundred percent true. Once my mom said, "We're going to deal with this when we get home," I was probably the most well-behaved <laughs> child. For the next hour. For the next hour. I mean, I, I'm pretty sure I bring stuff, presents. Oh, yeah. I mean, it was it was whatever mom said, I did right away. Offering I, to buy I, him lunch. All of a sudden, I started to remember things that I was not supposed to do. You know, like when your mom tells you, like, don't do this. And you're like, mm-hmm. no, I just forgot. I remembered yeah, now. Absolutely. Crazy. All right. So, you know. Okay. There you go. Here we go. Number two, things that I feel like parents should stop saying, even though I'm probably going to say it one day, is... You know when your your kid goes, why, why, or mm-hmm. why, and you go, cause I said oh. so. <laughs> Listen, you have a good reason to tell them no. Just be honest with them. That's what they want, right? Well, you know when they, when I would hear that, it's like you know because I said so, and it's like. Well, of course you said so. Who else is talking in here? (laughs) Who else is saying it? Is there a goat in your pocket? (laughs) (laughs) Oh, I thought it was. I thought it was someone else that told me to do something. My bad. My beat. My beat. My bad, mom. Or when your parents can you imagine saying that to your mom? My bad, mom. My bad. (laughs) When your parents would say this, um, you know, I'm gonna count to three. Oh man. It's like mm, either the child's gonna take that as an as an opportunity to test you. (laughs) <laughs> or but, I mean doesn't it mean that you can just wait till three now like right? two more seconds <laughs> right so I got one and two and then if mom one is not, not serious this goes to two and a half two <laughs> two three quarters two and a half oh, yeah. and then the last one I, I wanted I wanted to say this one is parents stop asking your kids this where do you want to go eat oh you know what my mom you know what my mom's answer would be if I asked her that, like you, you were saying, stop asking kids that. Yeah, kids, stop asking your parents that. Because my mom, yeah, that's true. My mom's response was, 
Barbara's Kitchen. Where do you want to go eat? And it's like, not there. Taco Bell. Taco Bell. I don't want yeah. cereal. Yeah, because like I'll ask my kids. I'm like, hey, you guys, where do you want to go eat? And they're like, you know, uh, McDonald's. And I hear the other two, no. And then one says Taco Bell. The other two say, no. And then it's like, okay, why did I even ask? Because I'm going to Chipotle either way. <laughs> I don't care what y'all want. We're eating what I want. All so, right, so true. Dan, let's see. All right. We got our next segment is yep, we got a few more minutes here. Yeah, we're going to jump over to Southern sayings, Mike. You got yes, some? Yes, absolutely. You know, there's these saying that good old Southern people have that they know what they mean. All right. Y'all so want to come on down? The over word aunt. What? Aunt. Aunt? Yeah. You know, like my aunt? No, no. My my um, aunt is how you stop a, a, a dog or a small child. Oh, I know. <laughs> or oh, yeah, ah, yeah. Ah, 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 so that's that's one of the southern words. And then the other one, ball, ball. You know what a ball is? A ball is the thing that I eat cereal out of. I know that's how. Ooh, I, ooh, I got it. A ball is what you put on your head nope, to cut your hair to nope, get a bowl cut. Nope. A bowl is how you cook crawfish. You have to bowl them first. <laughs> you got to <laughs> oh, bowl them first. Yeah. And then uh, boil out dare. Crawfish. dare dare. I mean, I know what the word dare means, yeah. but you're not meaning that. So I'm going to guess uh, dare. Uh, um, nope. I'm nope. I, it is a place where uh, dare queen where you play something. You put something over there. You put something over there. there. You, you put, put something, something over there. there. <laughs> you don't put it here. You put it over there. Hey, make sure you go put it over there. There's one little phrase. I'm going to throw Ooh. this one out here. And this okay. is a phrase that Southerners use. Slam full. Slam? Slam full. Now, it ain't just full. It's slam full. You got a slam. Yeah, buddy. It's like, you know, boy, they poured, filled up my cup. It was slam full. That means it's not just full. It's just all you know the way I, to the tippy you top. You know the palm in the back in the back? It's slam, slam full. Yep. <laughs> oh, my. So there's that. Then there's the word uh, own it. Own it? Yep. Own what? It, it best. You, know, you want to put some mayonnaise on it? Oh, not own it. Own it. Own it. Own it. Own it. So you all these right here, you got to go back into your deep roots when you say it. Because if you say the other it, word, own it. Or on it. Jeet. That sounds like yeet, but nope. like southern. Jeet. No. Jeet. <laughs> it's like, hey, man, jeet yet? No, man, you. <laughs> you? Yeah, man, I had like biscuits and gravy. You and jeet. Right, <laughs> jeet. Jeet yet, man. Man, you know I'm going to go around now saying if I do something, I'm going to go, instead of yeet, I'm going to go jeet. <laughs> jeet yet? It's like, did you eat? Did you eat? You just kind of come all, put them all in. That's, that's the thing about Southern. I feel like Northern people, they add words that don't need to be Totally there. unnecessary words. Right. But I think Southerns take like a five-syllable word and make it into one. Mm -hmm. It's like, yeah. I, why would I have we to We can say take a sentence and put it into a word. <laughs> into yeah. a word. Well, so. talking about taking a sentence and putting it in a word, back time for making Mike oh, modern no. again. No, that no. is correct. We have some Gen Z lingos that are going to make Mike modern again, and I am super excited about this. I right? didn't do real well on this one last time. 
No, you did not. You did awful. I thought I, I thought I would know a few more words. So You did not know any more words, though. That's the thing. All right? All right, go for but it. But this time, I did leave some pretty easy, easy ones. Okay. All right? We'll start off easy, Mike. I'm going to guess now I'm going to get three. How many do you have? Um, I have four. I'm going to get three out of four. I think you'll get two out of four. Really? Okay. Yeah. Sweet. T. Like T? T-E-A. T. Oh, man, that's going to be like, hey. Um, now, I will say this is the one I thought you'd get. Like I'm teed off? Like no. I'm, I'm, I'm upset? No. Uh, teed as I um, as Two more guesses. I'm ready. Nope. Uh, teed would be. Think uh, of uh, maybe like we're going to sit down and drink some tea. Like I'm thirsty? No. It means catching up. It means like gossip. Like, hey, tell me. Like we're we need to catch up on some tea. Like we're gonna catch up on our, some tea. Catch up on some tea. Yeah, that's gossip. That means like, like the word gossip. Know, like, like what's going on? What's going on? Or, really? Um, Who uh, does that? Or like spill the tea? Like or spill like the spill the beans? It's uh, kind of like that, right? Kind of, but tea means like you can just say like, man, I haven't been with you in forever. Like we gotta, we're gonna have to, we're gonna have to like catch up on some tea. Catch up on some tea or. Um, it just means like gossip. Okay. The word gossip. I thought you might know that I, one. Did you not know that? Like when you say catch up on some tea, you know, like, I seem like I've heard that, but I, I would have been like, what, well, um, is it sweet tea? Is it sweet? <laughs> Please be sweet. Can we, can we, Mike, me and you need to catch up on some tea with some sweet tea. Yeah. Yeah. Amen. Amen. Some good old sweet tea. All right, Mike, here we go. Ready? You got this one on fleek. Now I don't want you to use it in a sentence. I want to know the definition on on fleek. That means that it is on point. Okay. Like that's, it that's is another kind no? of saying. Well, is, it's like, it is like think, right, right on. Think, think of you're talking to your, your uh, dad and you're explaining the word on fleek to your dad. Uh, yeah. I would say like it is, it's on point. It is, it is accurate. Accurate. Okay. It's, there you it's, go. It's uh, precise. Like precise. It is, perfection. It is right, right on, man. Perfection is kind of what I was looking That's for. That's the 90s phrase, though, man. Like, right on. Right, right on. on. Right on. Right on. All right. I mean, you know, on perfection. Her eyebrows were on, on fleek. fleek. All right. <laughs> Most of the time you hear it with the uh, eyebrows. Yeah, because I wouldn't say that uh, nowadays you wouldn't want to go up to a woman and say, them eyebrows is right on. Right on. <laughs> right on. Because you can paint them ladies' eyebrows on. I mean, ladies. <laughs> Oh, I get it now. Your <laughs> eyebrows look right on. Right like, on. like you wrote them on. You, you got them right today because some days you just look surprised all day. Hello. <laughs> it's how like, are you? Like she, is she happy or did she paint her you know eyebrows that way? what I've noticed way? though recently is the girl's eyebrows are getting very thin and it's making their foreheads look bigger. <laughs> <laughs> y'all, go, y'all, y'all go back to bigger ones. Probably, I promise you. But then you. There's, there's other ones that are like, you know, it looks like caterpillars and crawling across their eyes. <laughs> All right, here we go. Ready? Okay, boomer. Okay, boomer. I would say a boomer was is like a young guy. Okay. All right, so like, okay, young man, like, okay, um, you know, you don't understand, but okay, boomer, like, you know, I, I know you don't know. Like, okay, young dude, like, yeah, yeah like, you don't know what I'm talking about. Okay, yeah. Flip it. It's, it's like the other, the, the, who's a boomer? The baby the boomer. Baby boomers are older, so right. my parents' age. So that's like someone, you know, I'm on my phone texting and they're like, hey, you need to get up and get a job. And you're like, okay, boomer. 
So it's the reverse. It's in reverse. So you okay. you're close. All right. I, I might give you half of it, but you were you weren't. So you it's were, just reverse though. It was just you you were thinking was a thinking boomer the, is someone young, but a boomer. I was old. thinking like the age. Like, it's like hey, go baby get a, go boomers. Get a, go get a checking account. Okay, boomer. Like uh, okay, you get what I'm it's saying? It's like hey, yeah, old man. Like yeah, okay, not old respectful. Man. Not a respectful. No, it's not respectful. Okay, boomers, not respectful. Yeah, it's disrespectful. Don't say that. Don't don't say it. But but now you know when someone yeah. says it to you. If someone says it to me, I'm like, oh, Mike's gonna, insulting. Mike's going to be insulted. <laughs> oh, man. But now, but you used to think it was a young. You'd have been like, oh, okay. Yeah, I'm, <laughs> I'm a boomer. boomer. <laughs> I'm a boomer, man. All right. I thought you were going to get that one, but I, but this one's going to be hard, but you might get it. Okay. Ready? Leaving someone on read. Leaving someone, someone on, on read. read. I would say it's like leaving somebody hanging. Okay. Like, you know, uh, I was expecting you to be there and I was I went out to to play a ba- game of basketball. You said you were coming and what was the phrase again? Leaving someone on read. Yeah, you you left me on read, man. Let me ask you this. Where does that originate from? Read? Yeah, where does that that there I mean, the only read I could think of would be like biblical. Okay. Don't think biblical, uh, think modern. Read. Left someone on read, right or read. Left someone on read. Um, basically, you didn't answer your text message. Yeah, there you go. Ah, there you go. You get it. Look, I got. Well, this. it means giving someone the cold shoulder. Oh, you know, yeah, like okay. when you like send someone a text and it says, "Well, you're seen, thinking read seen by like at this time, but you didn't respond." Mm-hmm. Like leaving someone on read. It's like, yeah, I have people that will. Uh, especially f- former students that'll text <laughs> me and like I get going on something else and I don't text them back for like a day. And they're like, okay. They're, so I, I left them on red. Red. Is it read or red? R? I don't know. E A D. Do you it's pretty, both. It's both. Okay. Yeah. So leaving, I don't know which one is really, let us know. Okay. Those that are out there, let us know. Is it leaving someone on read or leaving someone on red? Yeah. That's important. I would assume it's on red, but on read, yeah, it could be. It could be. You know, if we said that to like a bunch of Gen Z people, they'd be laughing at us if we said it the wrong way. They'd be like, (laughs) (laughs) he said read instead of red. (laughs) Boomers. But okay, boomer. (laughs) But Mike, we're just trying to make you modern again. And and I think think it's working. And I'm trying to get you a little more Southern. You kind of over there in that Texas uh, hee-haw. Hee-haw. we see we're we're hillbillies. Texas is not so. They're a bunch of hillbillies. Yeah, they're, they're a little bit, but uh, there's a difference between a hillbilly cowboy and a redneck cowboy. Oh man! So that anyway, could be a segment right there. Yeah, buddy. So, but for now, we've had a lot of fun, man. Yes, we did, and and I've enjoyed um, these uh, things parents should stop saying, and also these idioms. All right. So absolutely, make sure you know that. The dead as a doornail does not mean the coffin that yeah. Mike thinks it means. <laughs> yes, but check out our Instagram page. Absolutely. We'll be posting some pictures. We'll be looking for some uh, ideas and stuff like that. Uh, we love to hear from you on our Instagram page. But for now, this is the Dan and Mike Show. This is Dan. And this is Mike. We'll see you later.